Welcome to the Humanity Matters broadcast. I'm Dr. Philip Fletcher, your host, where we discuss and reflect on theology, philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social justice. This is the podcast where we wrestle with the important question, what does it mean to be human? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Dr. Philip Fletcher once again, joining you this week for a Humanity Matters broadcast where we're going to talk about civility. And so I wanted to open up with a thought today from Cameron Dominey. And this is what he says about civility. Civility in public life is a necessity for America. The brief euphoria of anger experienced in a shouting match is a selfish affair. It serves nothing but the most banal and tribal of our instincts and harms the country deeply, close quote. So today we just want to talk about uh, civility and our responsibility as human beings, specifically in America, to be civil to one another. And so keeping in mind our larger question of what does it mean to be human, what does it mean to be a civil human being? And thinking, first of all, from Cameron Dominey and what he proposes, he says by implication that incivility, unchecked, unencumbered, running rampant in our uh, country will only cause deep division. It will only cause to bring about greater harm. And so uh, there is this necessity for each one of us to be civil to one another. He picks up on the fact that incivility can uh, occur because of our tribal or banal instincts. And so what does he mean by being tribal? Uh, Tribal means that we uh, camp out in our certain areas, whether that's religious, whether that's political, social, or economic, where, you know, you've got Christians on one side and non-Christians on another. You've got persons who are on the left politically or those persons that are on the right politically or those who are socialist or those uh, who are libertarian. Uh, You know, economically, you know, you've got rich, middle class, poor. You've got uh, those socially, um, those who, for whatever reason, because they've arrived in society or trying to fight to make it. Uh, These are all uh, breeding grounds for incivility. And so it's important for us to understand uh, that disagreement is going to be a reality. We all have different perspectives. We see life differently. We have different beliefs, ideologies, different approaches. Uh, We have different influences uh, because of our family background. We have different influences because of our education, where we work, uh, life experiences. And so we're going to disagree at some level. We're going to come to a table Uh, if you will. Let's keep that image in our head. Uh, We're going to come to a table and we're going to come looking at life from different perspectives. And so on one level, disagreement is not bad. Uh, Disagreement helps bring uh, vitality to a conversation. It helps us realize that our life is not the sole rule, uh, but there are other persons, other groups who have experience life from a different vantage point and they want to bring that to a ta- to a table and then especially in the the realm of developing solutions um, how we look at things is going to shape the solutions that we want to produce and so you know disagreement is going to be a 
reality. And I think Mr. Dominey also picks up a, another point that incivility uh, has a euphoria to it. There is an emotional uh, attachment to it that uh, because we are so um, attached to what we believe, uh, what we've earned, what we've experienced, um, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a dearness to that experience. And when we feel as if we're not heard, when we feel as if uh, our experience is not being affirmed, it is not being respected, uh, then Dominique kind of points out that euphoria can turn into anger. It can turn into shouting matches. And so uh, think about it, whether it's been in your home or at a job, you know, at a coffee shop, you know, whatever realm that you find yourself uh, participating in. Think about those times when uh, when you were bringing a perspective to the table and somebody else is bringing a different perspective. And then all of a sudden, everything kind of just like goes off the rails. And we have to ask ourselves, you know, why? How do we get to a shouting match? How do we, we get to a point to where we are uh, forgetting uh, that this is another human being with an important experience across the table. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're calling them names. Uh, we're threatening them with verbal violence. And uh, to the worst degree, we're threatening one another with physical violence. And so it's important that we understand that, yeah, we have an emotional attachment to some type of experience, some type of perspective, but it is also incumbent upon us to keep those emotions in check. And if we're not going to keep these emotions in check, and then, you know, we have to agree with what Dominique says, that when we get selfish, uh, we've kind of forgotten about moving the ball forward. And, and what it's become is, I'm going to do whatever it takes, even at the expense of somebody's dignity, and in some cases at the expense of somebody's life, to where, you know what? Hey, you know what? I'm about to, I'm about to smash you. I'm about to do whatever it takes to make you feel as if you are less than uh, a human being. And so, you know, disagreement is part of reality. Uh, we have a shared interest as well uh, because of our proximity. You know, Martin Luther King said this once. He said that we are all brothers and sisters in uh, this United States of America experience. We can live together as brothers and we can perish together uh, as fools. And so it's important to remember in the context of civility, in order for civility to work in the public life, uh, that we have to understand we have a shared interest because of our proximity. And so whether it's in your home, whether it's in your city, your county, your state, and in this nation of America, uh, we have a shared interest to be civil to one another. Because if I'm going to uh, essentially uh, do whatever it takes to dehumanize you in order to win an argument or to assert my position. Ultimately, that harms not only you, but it harms me as well. And so we have a shared interest in being civil to one another. Why? Because we are in proximity to one another. We're in nearness to one another. We are in relationship to one another. And so it is incumbent upon us to be civil. And so with that, uh, we're going to take a break and have a word from our sponsor, uh, Infatuation.com, and we will be right back with you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Humanity Matters broadcast, Dr. Philip Fletcher, where we've been talking about uh, civility and using a thought from Cameron Dominey. 
in which he stated, and I quote, Civility in public life is a necessity for America. The brief euphoria of anger experienced in a shouting match is a selfish affair. It serves nothing but the most banal and tribal of our instincts and harms the country deeply, close quote. And so that got me to thinking about today uh, disagreement that is part of our human experience, is part of our reality. We're always going to come with different perspectives. Uh, even people in the same household are going to have different perspectives on life. Uh, secondly, that because of our proximity to one another, uh, we're going to have a shared interest uh, to be civil to one another. And, you know, looking forward, especially in the 21st century, one of, of the tools that has had an impact on civility is the use of social media. You know, social media has been a blessing and a curse. Uh, social media, it allows us to connect with people. It allows us to share images, share our stories. It allows us to connect with people that, you know, we haven't seen since high school or family members be able to share in great experiences. But at the same time, it's been a curse as well because social media, it, it, it diminishes the opportunity for us to interact with one another in a personal manner. You know, because I've got this computer or this phone or this tablet that is communicating my story, but one of the downsides with technology, technology in the sense of social media, in the sense of like a Facebook or a Twitter or Instagram, is that I can't feel you. I can't uh, experience your breath. I necessarily can't hear and feel your breath as you're speaking to me. I may not be able to see uh, your body language all the time, uh, you know, the context in which you're in and how you're responding and, and how you're communicating. And so on one level, social media can be a, uh, a poor platform uh, for interaction because we are not truly face-to-face -face with one another. You know, I want to have the ability to feel appropriately, touch a hand, to see facial expressions, but those can be significantly hindered. And I mean, if you really think about it, even in this podcast today, our interaction with one another is significantly hindered. I'm sitting in my office, I'm looking at, you know, different pictures and uh, plaques and notes and things like that, but you can't see my facial expression. You can't see me talking with my hands right now because I like to talk with my hands because it, it communicates that I'm really into what I'm talking about. And so technology can be a blessing, but it also can be a curse. And so, you know, social media, many times, it just creates opportunities for persons to diminish another group of people, to be disrespectful, to be you know, dehumanizing and content comments. I'm sure if you uh, would look at a Facebook post or a Twitter feed, uh, some people have said, hey, don't read the comments. Don't go to a blog and read the comments. You can see sometimes it can go from something that is awesome and it can descend into something that is just utterly uh, ridiculous. And you, so, you know, social media comes with a responsibility uh, Noam Chomsky is another great public intellectual. He stated freedom produces opportunity and it culminates in responsibility. And so we have this freedom to use social media. We have this freedom to use social media to be civil with one another, uh, to cultivate uh, relationships, uh, to fight for one another. But in the opportunity to use that freedom, we also have a responsibility to one another. 
Like I said before, we have a shared interest because of our proximity. We have to understand that there's going to be disagreements. And so I have a responsibility to you. I have a responsibility to the people in my city of Conway and Arkansas, uh, to some form or fashion to cultivate civility. And so what can we do? How can we move forward to be uh, civil to one another? How can we move forward in order that civility would produce healthy relationships, civility that would, as Cameron, Cameron said, is, hey, it's a necessity for our life in America that we would reduce shouting matches and, and our tribal instincts. Well, I, th- I would propose we do uh, a few things. One, let's limit our social media posts and get out and have face-to-face conversations with one another. I would propose uh, picking up the phone and, and calling people. I know in this age of text messaging, you know, it's just easy. It is more convenient uh, to send a quick text message. But what would it look like? What would it sound like, you know, to pick up the phone, do old school, dial a number and hear a person's voice to discuss with them things that are going on, uh, different perspectives, and then how the two of you can move forward. Uh, I would encourage everybody here, hey, you know, when you see something written, uh, if you're going to share it on social media, uh, share it and then call some of your friends and say, hey, let's sit down together at our house or at a coffee shop or at our church and let's discuss these things face to face. I would hope that as we move forward uh, in 2019, as this year is coming to a close, that we would do more self-reflection that we would see that, yeah, we have different perspectives about reality, that we have a shared interest because of our proximity to one another as neighbors here in this country called America, uh, that we would realize that, you know, social media has its blessings and cursings. Uh, But above all this, above all of that, that we would remember that the person that we're communicating with is a human being, is a flesh and blood human being who has hopes, who has dreams, who has desires, uh, who wants to participate in this American experience. And I think at the end of the day, the majority of the people uh, in our cities, in our state, in our country, want what's good for the country, want what's good uh, for their households above all else. And I think in being civil, we can do what Mr. Cameron said, that we can contribute to something that is of a necessity in America, not only in being civil, but being friends and above all, being neighbors. And so, hey, next week I will be sitting down with Lakita Norris as we will be discussing mental health. And so I'll be looking forward to that podcast. I want to thank once again, uh, Infatuation.com uh, for being our sponsor today. And this has been a Humanity Matters podcast where we discuss and reflect on theology, philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social justice issues. For more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org. Like us on YouTube at Humanity Matters. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And remember this, if we remember to live in hope, we can do the impossible. Take care. God bless.